So, Duncan. What's so rich? How are you finding um, this uh, this new format? I'm enjoying it. It's yeah. it's very. It even feels like fast right at the start. Yep. You know, we're right out of the gates. I just have to pick a number between one and three. There's no thinking about it. It's just like bang, there we go. Topic. Let's go. Let's do this. And it's it's, it's a refreshing format. Like, you know, we've gone from dream retirement to the Euros. I, who knows where this is going to go this time? Exactly. Do you want to hear the category? I want to hear the category. I mean, Lay it on me. unfortunately, we're not drunk like usual, but it's the history category now, Dunk. It's, it's, Hang on. This is let me let me let me down this. The, the down this for your drunk history. <laughs> I haven't downed all of it. Oh my god! No. Oh, there's so many so many memories attached to this point. Anyway. History. Let's go. Where are we going? Okay. A uh, number between one and three. One and three. Well, we've had two and we've had three. So I'm going to go left field. Go on. And I'm going to go for number two. Oh! You thought I was going to go for number one. I did. You've got number two. Are you ready? Screwed, screwed you up, mate. Screwed you up. Where, where are we going? Okay. We're talking about the sexiest woman in history that ever lived. The woman who was so sexy... Kate, Kate Beckinsale? No! The woman who was so sexy that a king decided to change the whole of religion and church just so that he could get her puntang. Oh, we doing Henry VIII? No, we're doing his sexy second queen, Anne Boleyn. The mother of Queen Elizabeth I. Anne Boleyn. The woman who walks the bloody tower with her head tucked under her shoulder or arm or whatever that that scary song is that we used to do in primary school. Here's what I'm going to say, right? Don't you dare say anything rude about Anne Boleyn. I will will fight you, sir! I see paintings of Anne Boleyn. Yeah. And I think she she ain't much of a looker. By today's standards. Listen, those paintings don't know. They were bad artists, okay? They were bad artists. They couldn't draw her beauty. She was so beautiful that they were jealous of her beauty. And they couldn't... If they drew how good-looking she really was, everyone would just would just stop where they're standing, whip their dick out, and start masturbating over that painting. So they couldn't make it too realistic, Dunk. So they had to make is, her look a bit fugly. Is, is that why they cast Scarlett Johansson? I mean, you know, Scarlett the sex, the sex, the sex appeal of the Boleyn sisters. You know, what can I say? Didn't she play her sister? I think didn't Anne Boleyn wasn't wasn't Scarlett Johansson Anne Boleyn's sister in that movie? I don't know. I thought she was Anne Boleyn, wasn't she? No, I think she was the sister. I could be wrong, but I think she was the sister. All right, I don't actually remember. I tell you, I tell you who did play Anne Boleyn really well and is very attractive. Um, the lady who is in Game of Thrones, uh, what is her name? Oh my days. The lady in Game of Thrones. Yeah, give me a second. I'm really Natalie bad. Dormer. That's the beautiful lady, Natalie Dormer. Yes. I mean, there is only one beauty in Game of Thrones. Are you going to say... Um, no, no, that's it. That is, that is it. I'm glad you, I'm glad you agree, Don. I'm glad you agree. Natalie Dormer is... Mm-mm. Anyway, back on topic. <laughs> She's a work of art, much like Anne Boleyn. Yes. Listen, anyone that was so clever as to make a king invent divorce (laughs) and change all of religion in Britain just so he could 
you know, he he could basically marry this woman. You know, he and and then it didn't even work out. It didn't even work out. It lasted like a couple of years, and then he was like, no, nope. three years. Three, she three was years. queen for three years. three years. That's how long. That's how long the lust lasted. I swear he was married to the first queen as well for like fifteen years. It's like ridiculous. Like he was married to oh, her yeah. for a very long time. Yeah, he loved. He loved the first one. <laughs> and Amber then uh, was beheaded, wasn't she? She was for supposed witchcraft, supposed incest with her brother, supposed uh, affairs with other her uh, like. I don't know, musician, m- m- companion, whatever. There was a few... Uh... Henry Henry VIII had Anne investigated for high treason. And on May the 2nd, she was arrested, sent to the Tower of London, um, and was tried before a jury of peers and was convicted like 13 days later and beheaded four days after that. So she had like a really bad two weeks. Yeah. like... There are there are bad spells in people's lives, and there are bad spells. I mean, yeah, that is, it is pretty bad. It is pretty bad. But that therein lies the problem, you know. She promised good old Henry, good old chauvinistic Henry, a son, and we did we did a King Henry the Eighth episode, right? I'm sure we did. We did right? We did, yeah. Yeah, we talked about what a scumbag he was. <laughs> we did. Yeah, we did. Yep. But, you know, back in those days, having a an heir was the... Uh, was everything. We were on end all. And ultimately, Anne Boleyn did yeah. give birth to a pioneer yep. of um, the feminism movement. 100%. And that's all because Elizabeth had Anne Boleyn's brains, I'm telling you. Well, it wasn't her father's. No, it wasn't. He was a big guy. <laughs> he weren't. He weren't very good, mate. He do weren't you, very good. Do you think the because of what happened with Henry VIII and um, Anne Boleyn? Do you think that's why Queen Elizabeth never settled down and never, you know, did get married or, or, or have a kid with anyone? Do you think because she was, you know, so traumatized by her mum's death? even though she was only well, a little kid when it happened. I wonder how close Anne was to her father after, you know, he beheaded her mum. I can imagine not very close. Elizabeth was to, to um, you know. I'm pretty sure he shipped Elizabeth off to, like, some kind of, um, you know, n- nunnery or whatever, where they go and they live with somewhat, like, religious people that then uh, raise them for a while. It was kind of like that. It was, yeah. I tell you what, though. Anne Boleyn, uh, she uh, originally was in a place called called Heifer Castle. She grew up in Heifer Castle. It's a beautiful castle, Duncan. I've been there a couple of times. Where, where is it? Where it's is gorgeous. it? I want to say Surrey, but I could be wrong. I want to say Surrey. Um, it, might be, it might be Kent. I, I'm not sure now. Um, but I've been there. It's beautiful. I highly recommend it. Very picturesque. Good time. And uh, she also spent some time in France where she was, where there was this idea that this is where she learned how to be sexy and how to woo uh, Henry. Because they used to write love letters to each other and that's how it started. The affair started through love letters. 
if her sexiness is anything like the internationals team's football playing ability <laughs> the Euros, then um, jog on, mate. It's no, no wonder I only lasted three years. Listen, Anne Boleyn is was as sexy... Much, much like France's success <laughs> on an international tournament. She was as sexy as Anton Griezmann's hair, okay? That was a good-looking Frenchman. That was a good, very good-looking Frenchman. Um, yeah, but, like, the, it started through... Because she, she was obviously... He was married, and he was... He obviously had tons of affairs, and one of the people he was ploughing at the time was Anne Boleyn's sister. But when he okay. went to to like make moves on on Anne Boleyn, Anne Boleyn was like, "No, you're you're married. You know, I won't do anything with you whilst you're married." And that's what she done. It's like I think she strate- I think she was a very, very clever person, who strategically knew how to kind of woo King Henry as such. And I think maybe she, you know, there's different ideas. You could think that maybe she she wanted to become queen and she had her own aspirations and plans. Nah, she never planned any of that. Well, I don't. I definitely don't think she planned getting her head chopped off. You, I can tell you, you that much. Cynic. It was love. <laughs> it wasn't lust or ambition. What are you on about? <laughs> I mean, yeah, she was clearly incredibly good. I mean, yeah. I don't know. As someone who enjoys the the chasing aspect of, um, you know, getting to know someone, mm-hmm. I could see how. She would hold all of the cards. I, I've got nothing but admiration for Anne Boleyn. I just think she is a very, very clever person. Well, she did, but then she got to the finish line. Yeah. She achieved what she wanted and fucked it up. Maybe she never knew... What, do you know, like, she probably had, like, this idea of the finish line, but never knew... Like, never planned for actually getting there and how you would maintain it. Like most of us, I guess. We, we plan to achieve things. We get there and we're kind of like, well, what now? What do we do now? She she aimed for the stars and got to the stars and then realised it was a big burning fireball of gas. <laughs> See, what I Whereas, want to know was, was King Henry VIII sexier at, at this time? Because I know as it, you got older... Was, you got I don't... I, I, it depends on what their um, definition of sexy was during <laughs> that era. You know, he was he a was, big bloke. But he wasn't always. He was athletic until he got that... Uh, leg injury like he was actually quite athletic and fit supposedly and it wasn't until his later life that he got so large the the kind of perception that we have isn't his whole life that was more at his later years what you're saying he was a good looking bloke apparently he was very athletic and um, done a lot of sport and, and played a lot in his it well, up until he injured his foot in I don't know some horse or some war or whatever some some something and um didn't he have gout in the end as well? I don't know. I don't know. I think we've all got gout. <laughs> I just don't want to go to the doctors to get it diagnosed. <laughs> they can't take my cheese away from me. <laughs> no, supposedly he was uh, sexy. That's what some of the historians have said. Yeah, but it doesn't escape the fact that she must have had a magic pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there is there but, is there is what but to King Henry VIII she didn't because she didn't provide the male heir that he so not male hair the male heir that he so wanted hey look it looked good right it looked good 
but it didn't function how he required it. And ultimately, if you're king of England and you need a male son, and someone promises you a male son and don't deliver... Then they're a witch! That's what he decided. Well, I mean, that's the easiest way to get rid of anybody in that era. <laughs> it really was. It was ridiculous. Point at your neighbour and be like, fucking bitch is a witch. <laughs> get her! Um, I tell you what. I tell you. I tell you what. Trials and tests will put her under. We'll we'll burn her at the stake. And if she burns, she's not guilty. And if she doesn't burn, she's a witch. And we'll we'll tie her to a seesaw and we'll let her go swimming in the uh, the river. And if she doesn't drown, she's a witch. And she's using magic. But if she drowns, then she will be with God. She uh, supposedly, when she was beheaded, it is rumored that uh, her her body was her mouth was still moving, talking, exasperating after it was beheaded, after the, the guillotine had uh, taken it down. I mean, back then, when science was not nearly as comprehensive as it is now, that might very well have been the perceived belief. But as we know now, the nerves are still working. And things are still twitching. If I died now, I would just drop dead. I'd twitch. And shit your pants. And sh- yeah, and vomit. Yeah. And piss myself. Yeah. So it's not the, the glorious, um, relaxing, picturesque view that you see on TV. It is Dying is quite a messy affair. Uh, it is, it is, it is. Uh, supposedly, um, as... King Henry VIII's kind of last gift to his wife before he uh, beheaded her, he, instead of having the standard um, executioner, he hired a special uh, executioner from France who had a special blade that made it more swift and quick and, uh, you know, uh, meant to be a, 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 a slightly less painful blade as such. That, that is a caring and sharing <laughs> ex <ex-cosmic. laughs> You know what, love? <laughs> we didn't get on. It didn't go well. But I'm going to make sure that you have a nice swift death. Oh, no, no, no. Don't don't thank me. Don't thank me. I'll do it. I, I only do it because cause I love you so much. <laughs> it's true. Do you reckon they did the whole behold the head of a traitor thing? What do you mean? Oh, what? Like held the head, head up high afterwards? Yeah. Yeah, by the hair. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they played football with it. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> Just curl it. Top bins. There we go. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fucking mad when you think about it. It's just mad. Like, imagine that in this day and age time. Like, you know. Um, <laughs> just, I don't know. King William has enough for Kate Middleton. He uh, takes Pippa Middleton instead. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when when he was getting married to Kate and people were seeing Pippa's ass walking up those <laughs> steps, a lot of people were thinking that he should have done. I think Kate Middleton is much more attractive, much more attractive than oh, yeah. Pippa. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, Pippa wrapped it up rather well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, what did she achieve? In her, in her three years, other than giving birth to the next queen. What did she actually achieve? It's like she got what she wanted, 
Sure. And then stop trying. I, I guess, I don't know. I mean, she probably wasn't... Maybe this is... Maybe she wasn't equipped to be queen. Like, I feel like you, you certain people were probably raised from a young age, right, to be a queen. To to and there's there's probably a whole etiquette and and way that they had to be. And she was never really expected to to be a queen. I feel she was thirty two years old. Thirty two. No, she wasn't. She wasn't thirty two. She was only twenty eight. Twenty eight. Apparently, she don't know. See. This says this has two ages of what she could be. She could be somewhere between twenty eight and thirty five. There you go. That's how bad history was kind of recorded. It was dreadful. Yeah. But apparently, she was born in fifteen oh one, but might not have been born in fifteen oh one. But she was around about thirty anyway. She was in her prime. I mean, yeah, but, it's not. It's. Uh, I, I don't know, like, what did she achieve? Uh, she, I mean, she 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 helped everyone in the future be able to get divorced. That's what she did. Yep, she... Thanks to her. Gave everybody the gift of a way out. That's it, that's it. Thanks to her. We Genuinely, thanks to her. We all have a way out of an unhappy marriage. Yes. And we don't have to go through the rigmarole of getting beheaded. No, no. Which I think is, you know, beneficial to society. I, yeah, I'd, I'd hate to see um, that particular form of punishment coming back. It'd be very difficult, very difficult. It would be. Although some people loved it. So, you know, who knows? Maybe we should we should bring back beheading and a guillotine. Hold people accountable for wrongdoings. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. How are we getting to the end of this podcast with you talking about the idea of bringing back capital punishment in this fucking country? <laughs> Duncan. How are we not? How are we not? Duncan, have you gone off to live in this, uh, you know, this 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 hill by yourself in a gate? I'm, like... I'm living. I'm living in my log cabin with an axe. I'm shot. <laughs> I've made myself a guillotine. <laughs> and, and at the moment, at the moment, I'm just using it to cleave open watermelons. But you, you can bet your ass if somebody crosses me. <laughs> it's coming back, mate. It is coming back. The matter of time. I fucking well hope not, Duncan. I fucking well hope not. Yeah, I, 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 uh, yeah. Never say never, mate. In this, <laughs> in this, in this lifetime. Um. Uh. Apart from that, I, yeah, I don't really, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know what else Anne Boleyn uh, accomplished? Um, having scary ghost stories made about her throughout history to this day. There are still tales of, of Anne Boleyn as a ghost. There's loads of ghost stories about Anne Boleyn and people seeing Anne Boleyn. That's always yeah, been this. Has she got a head or has she not got a head? She's not got a head. Most of the time she doesn't have a head. She, she carries it. What kind of, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's fantastic. But like, that's, that's, that's literal lore and tales that have lasted since that happened. True. True. But why? Why, if you were a ghost, would you carry your head? Why would you not just... This is enough... Right. If you're a ghost, why are you not just floating around as a disembodied head? Because surely that is way more effective than wandering around with it under your arm. I mean, maybe it's more scary just to, you know, 
uh, hold it under your arm and just like move it around and go, woo! I don't know. A, fo- a football-sized head. 